Welcome to the Victory Bible Podcast. We're so glad you've tuned in today. This is a ministry of the Victory Bible Baptist Church in Tobaccoville, North Carolina. Our physical address is 6910 Martin Ferry Road, Tobaccoville, North Carolina, 27050. We love to have you at any or all of our services. I hope you have a great day today, and I hope this this uh, podcast is a blessing to you. And uh, may the Lord bless you today. What they've been putting in you. Thank God for what mamas and daddies putting their children. Listen to this. The Bible says that, and they say unto him, We have here but five, verse 17, we have, five, we have here but five loaves and two fishes. And loaves wasn't like ours. Honestly, it was even smaller than ours are. It wasn't like a Marita bread loaf, you know. I mean, it ain't what it was. It's like a hush puppy, a big old hush puppy. So he had hush puppy and fish. Amen. That's the first seafood restaurant ever was. Jesus ran it. Amen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Jerusalem Valley seafood. Amen. Not Yakin Valley seafood. That's the Jerusalem Valley seafood. Amen. Hey, but listen, boy, I got to reading on this. He ain't got much. So all we got is five loaves and two fishes. Listen, if you had five Marita bread loaves, you still in bad shape. Amen. I don't care if you got Marita bread loaves, you still ain't feeding five thousand people. Malia's mom and daddy does that. They cook for people. They do catering a lot of times, and, and I'm not plugging for them. I'm just telling us what they do. Amen. <laughs> no, but if you want to call them, I'm just playing anyway. I'm trying. You know, anyway, Marie bread loaves. Oh, they might get commissioned or something. But that Marie bread loaf. If you feed, if you tell them well, we got to feed five thousand people, say Brother Tommy, say, hey, you know what? Go get us five, five Marie bread loaves and and two fish, and, and we got that. We'll be good. Five thousand people. I handle a lot. We'll be good. Everything just fine. Go work great. You'd be ignorant to do that, amen. You have some hungry people that are mad at you, amen. Yeah. Unless you got some hangry people. People ain't happy when they're hangry. Amen. I'm be honest with you, I ain't happy when I'm hangry. Amen. <laughs> you say I am. Well, God bless you. Uh, fat people got problems. Amen. And I'm one up. Amen. Sit down. I'm glad. It may make you happy when you get to eat finally. These people are going to get mad. You ain't got no food for them. I got five loaves, two small, two fishes. This is what the Bible's saying. You say it ain't much. That ain't nothing. Compared to the crowd, it may not be. But I tell you what made the difference between five loaves and two fishes to what we read. Listen to that. The Bible said he, he, he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves, two fishes, looking up to heaven, blessed and break and gave the loaves to the disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled and they took up of the fragments. He said, how did this happen? How did, how did five loaves and two fish fill 5,000 people? This is the difference. One verse between five loaves and two fishes feeding 5,000 people. The verse is, he said, bring them hither to me. You say, what I got ain't enough. What I got ain't going to make it. You got that right. You sure don't have enough to make it. Amen. I promise you, you don't. Hey, but you'll bring it hither to him. He said, boy, I got a mess in my life. And I do not know how to make it better. Bring it hither to him. You say, boy, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to fix it. Bring it hither to him. Bring it hither to him. Hallelujah. Amen. Bring it to him. Amen. 
Oh, my soul, bring it to him and do something with it. Oh, you got to watch who you bring stuff to. You bring a car to a, uh, to a construction worker and not to a mechanic, you're probably going to be in trouble. Because you didn't bring it to the right person. You get you a basketball, and boy, you, you say, well, I'm going to find me somebody to be on my team. We're going to take everybody two on two. I ain't picking somebody to play. I don't have Michael Jordan. Yeah, I got LeBron. Well, you? He's good to break. You know how you would. That's a big argument. Hey, I'll tell you one more. I think you want one. I've never both of them better than I am. Hey, man, I think you want one. Hey, man, that's Michael Jordan or LeBron. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you this. I can't do it with a basketball like they can. I remember going to school, and we had sixth and seventh and eighth grade before we had a three on three basketball team. And we had to play, everybody had, everybody had three on three. And they was going to have the big championship. We was going we to play basketball. Uh, we had a boy at school, him Shaggy. I, I never do know his real name. Still don't know his real name. We had Shaggy O'Hare, and everybody always called him Shaggy for his whole life. I mean, had one boy at school, had dreadlocks way up high. And uh, he, he decided he was going to use Kool Aid and, and he was going to die. Had a dreadlocked up spike. I'm talking about it. You must smoke your eyeball, you die. But it had a big old, big old way up in there and stuff. He decided he was going to use, use Kool-Aid. Found out, man, he had nothing to be eating. Man, that stuff dried. He had pieces of food stuck on his hair. We called him Krusty the rest of his life. Amen. <laughs> he wasn't Rusty no more. He was Krusty. Amen. Everybody used to call him Rusty. Now he's Krusty. Amen. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. I got to think about Shaggy. Shaggy was bad, man. Shaggy can play ball like nobody can play ball. Shaggy can dunk in eighth grade. Hey, no lie. We was playing basketball, man. I got Shaggy on my team. And Clayton, that was across the street from me, and Clayton could stand right up to a, to a barbed wire fence and hop it. I'm talking about Brother Stormy standing there, no run jump. I'm talking about straight hop the fence and land on the other side. I think, I have a good team. It's going to be all right. <laughs> all I've got to worry about doing, I'm pretty good passing. I was pretty good at dribbling. I was pretty good at passing. I wasn't really good at shooting. But I didn't worry about that. I got a dunker and another dunker. Yeah. Who cares? We win this thing. Amen. We're going to win this game. We got all the way into that thing. About, we did. We won the whole championship of three on three. But can I tell you why? It wasn't because this man. I just kept passing the ball. What they dribbled me out and say, boom, pass it in. Pass it in. I, I, I knew it passing the whole game. You said, why? Because I knew I wasn't going to win it, but I knew they could. And you say, what did y'all say about that? In my hands, that basketball wasn't that amazing. But in their hands, they knew what to do with it. And I tell you, your life in your hands, it's not worth much. But you put your life in the hands of somebody who knew something with it. It's worth something with You take your life, and it may not be worth a whole lot in the world. It may not be worth a whole lot of you. And you may not be able to make it. But I'm telling you, God can make something out of my life. Yeah, yes, sir. Bring them hither. To me. What an invitation. What an invitation. In fact, there's two invitations in this chapter. There's this invitation to bring what's bring what's so small that will not work. Bring it to me. Bring it to me, and I'll do something with it. And then Jesus walks on water, and Peter says, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And Jesus said, Come. Come on. Invitation to walk on water. Who wouldn't take that? Amen. That's pretty awesome. 
Somebody said Peter wasn't right. He wasn't right on a lot of stuff, but he's the only one I know walked on water other than Jesus. Amen. So he stuck his foot in his mouth a lot. Yeah, by the way, you do too. And me too. Amen. But ain't you glad? Ain't you glad God will still use you when you make a mess? I'm glad it does. Bring them hither to me. Let me tell me show you what happens when you bring it hither to him and I'll, and I'll be done. Verse 19, he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass. And in fact, if you want to look at throughout the rest of the books, I won't take time to do it, but if you want to look, you can. The book of Luke tells us, doesn't tell us that where they sat just says he had them sit down. This verse tells us in Matthew that he made them sit down on grass. Bible says in the book of John. Thank you again for tuning in to the Victory Bible Podcast. Hope you'll uh, check us out on Facebook and YouTube. Well, we've got a much more services that you can tune in and listen to. Maybe a blessing to you. And I uh, hope you're having a great day. Hope the rest of your day goes great. Thank you for taking time to listen. May the Lord bless you.